like, wait, <laughs> wow, <laughs> things really got out of hand. <laughs> Welcome back, guys, to season three of The Sweet Peaceful. It is your host, your loved one, Kelton Burns. Today I am joined by the sweet, sweet, peaceful Alex Curtis. Ah, the sweet, peaceful returns for season three. Season three three now, guys, I have some sad news, but, you know, it might end up being good news. Devin Luna is no longer a part of the core hosts of The Sweet Peaceful. He will be back as a guest, um, but due to creative differences. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, Devin decided it was time. Due to creative differences. Devin wanted, uh, I don't know, how how would you describe it, Alex? Why is Devin gone? Devin said... (laughs) I want to go camping. And we said, <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, it's basically it. Devin wanted to go camping, so now he is <laughs> not going to be on every episode anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so now he will just be the occasional guest, and we will welcome him happily. Yeah, so how we're going to do it, guys, is uh, every episode, hopefully, if we can manage this, if we can swing this, right, we're going to have a new guest, not like a not like a new guest where you never heard him before, but just like rotating him out into like different guests each time. So you'll get more variety, more perspectives, more voices, more opinions. This is a good thing, guys. We might miss out on Devin's snide comments and snarky little sayings, but <laughs> hopefully we'll get some varied variety some varied variety wow (laughs) varied variety and some additional guests i Uh, hate when my variety (laughs) is so unvaried i just can't stand (laughs) and also to get you guys ready for this special season where we transitioned into me and alex and a guest this episode we have brought in five guests guests that either have been in past episodes or they're going to be in future episodes. Maybe they're just going to be in this episode. Who knows? Hey, some of these guests you might also remember from some of our uh, uh, some of our emails that we've gotten and we've read off to the Sweet Peacefuls. For those of you longtime listeners, we have uh, at least one of these guests has been like the most active person in responding to our emails. So that person is making yeah. an appearance on the show. I figured... People who send in guest mail a lot, we appreciate you. Let's bring you on. We don't get that much guest email. I love feedback, and we love reading out dreams. So, yeah, if you go back to season one and you listen to some of these dreams that we've ever read out, you might recognize the name of one of the guests on this episode. So, to start off this season, I got some I got some good news for you guys. UFOs are real. UFOs have been confirmed by the U.S. government. They have began to release more and more press documents and showing pictures of these ufos having experts come in talk about their work looking at the ufos identifying them so the u.s government's come out and confirmed the existence of these things aliens might be visiting us it doesn't seem like anyone actually gives a shit about any of this uh you know <laughs> like that's like that's the most striking part about all this to me is that like i had to go digging for this information yeah whereas like i feel like 
it should just be like holy shit ufos but people are just like oh whatever i was gonna say i saw like a uh i saw an article or like you know i i saw something about this but it was so just like kind of thrown in the mix and it definitely wasn't like headline anything and i haven't seen anybody talking about it on any social media platform so i am kind of like i'm in the same boat i'm like man like uh what's going on i mean (laughs) yeah uh it's it's weird there's like images released and apparently the pentagon is working to be more transparent with the u.s public about the ufo sightings because i don't know they want more people to be aware and this stuff to stop being leaked out and so They've just been doing press conferences and they plan to do some more and de- they keep declassifying all these different pieces of information regarding these UFOs. And mm. this is just wild to me. Like we're, we're all like getting ready to leave earth to go to, to Mars to colonize it and stuff. And like buildings are being finalized in construction to be like orbit the moon for a space station. Russia and China are working together to make a space station on the moon. Like we're getting ready for this intergalactic travel. And then suddenly it's like, Oh yeah. And UFOs have been sighted. And it's just like, I don't know, it's just where we're living in a wild time. Right. Um, <laughs> there's so much, still don't there's have so many hoverboards. things like happening and culminating. Yeah. Still don't have hoverboards. Um, pretty, pretty pissed about that. Um, those will probably be coming in, uh, you know, Maybe the next 10 years, though, I'd say. <laughs> next 10, yeah, sure. I mean, people were thinking we're going to have flying cars and shit by the time it was 2020, and we don't have any of that. We have memes. We're still trying to we're trying to work out on legalizing gasoline-powered cars. <laughs> uh, uh, but, yeah, I just wanted to get into that. I don't have that much information about it. I think maybe we could probably make a whole episode about the UFO information, but I don't know if we're going to do that ever. Yeah, who I don't knows, know, send in some man. if if we get ten if we get ten emails requesting it I go episode, I'll do it. Um uh, <laughs> yeah, you got wow. A lot of people are gonna yeah. wanna be seeing uh UFO information, man. So things that are releasing this week, we got Loki coming out this Wednesday on Disney Plus. Now we've covered this multiple times in the past. Got Owen Wilson, got uh, Tom Hiddleston coming in. For Loki, I'm excited this Wednesday. It'll start coming out every week for six episodes. The next day, on the 10th, Thursday, we have Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate coming out for the PlayStation 5. Now, this is that Final Fantasy VII Remake upgraded for the PS5 with additional content um, in the form of Yuffie's storyline coming in. So for our Final Fantasy VII fans out there, you can upgrade your PS4 copy to PS5 um, and play that. And then on the 11th, Friday, we have Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart coming out for the PS5. I have this pre-ordered. I'm, I pre-ordered the Deluxe Edition because uh, I'm fucking hyped for this game. Um, I cannot wait. I am sure that next Sweet Peaceful episode, I will be ready to talk about this. I don't know if I'll have it finished, but I will be ready to gush and gove and gilly all about Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Also, In the Heights, that musical... In uh, I think Brooklyn or something, all the dreamers written by Lin Manuel Miranda that is coming out into on HBO Max and in theaters um, next Friday or this Friday, June eleventh. So yeah, got a got a little handful of some cool stuff coming out this week. But moving on in the news of games, so I would like to welcome our first guest. Skylin Anderson, my brother. Welcome to the show, Skylin. 
Uh, it's good to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you back. We're, we're bringing you in to talk about the games of the week. So some good, long gameplay uh, gameplay videos and trailers just dropped for Horizon Forbidden West, Far Cry 6, and Dying Light 2 Stay Human. So first, I want to dive into Horizon Forbidden West. Now, this is coming out. It's set to come out this year, and it was also announced that it is going to come out for PlayStation 4. Now, before this was announced as a PS5 exclusive, but now they just confirmed it's coming out for PS4. They also confirmed God of War 2, or God of War Ragnarok, whatever. That's also coming out for PS4. Now, this has caused some controversy because if you guys remember correctly, Sony said, we don't, well, we believe in generations. That's what they said. And now suddenly all these exclusives for the PS5 are, it's starting to come out that they're all coming out for PS4 as well. Now, some people view this as good news because, you know, not a lot of people have been able to get their hands on the PlayStation 4, or I mean the PlayStation 5, because of scalpers and just because of like they've have having issues producing a lot of them. So a lot of people still have PlayStation 4s. So some people think this is good news because like, okay, I don't have a PS5 yet, but I'll still be able to play Horizon Forbidden West. I'll still be able to play God of War Ragnarok. Other people are very upset by this because they feel that confirming that the game is going to come out on PlayStation 4 is kind of like confirming that old tech is going to be holding back the the capabilities of these games like if the game can run on ps4 then it it must not be like as great as it could have been if it was fully just designed for ps5 because people assume that if you fully design a game for ps5 older tech should not be able to run a similar version of it in like a lower frame rate and a lower resolution. It should be more than just resolution and frame rate. It should be like, there's other things not possible. Like in Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, that is a true PS5 exclusive. I read that apparently everything behind you, like in the game, like if you're facing one direction, everything behind you immediately deloads. Like it, there's nothing behind you. Mm. Um, and that's so that the graphic um power and all the all the the engine power and the ram of the ps5 can focus on loading instantly everything in front of you but the ps5's hardware is capable of when you turn around 180 immediately immediately loading everything in front of you again and deloading everything behind you and apparently according to the developers that's not possible on the ps4 you have to have everything kind of just loaded in yeah so I mean, that's just an example of, like, how Ratchet and Clank could run on the PS4. So that's kind of, like, where these arguments and complaints that are upset about it coming out on the PS4 come from. I think it's kind of, like, it's good and bad. Like, I can see both sides of this. Like, of course, I want these games to be the best possible they can be and built for the PS5. But it's also understandable to, like, hey, there's still millions and millions of people that are, like, either because of financial reasons or because the hardware is not available in mass yet are still locked on these consoles. Uh, and it would be kind of lame if you were trapped on one, and you were unable to play the newest games that you had passions for. Uh, what do you guys think about this horizon forbidden West trailer? I thought it looked really cool. Apparently it's going to be going to the West coast in post-apocalyptic California, Utah, Nevada. So you're like, I think, I think it confirmed that you're going around like San Jose and stuff. Um, I don't. I I didn't even realize that Horizon for or Horizon Zero Dawn was in the U- U.S. Like I didn't even realize that until I watched this, and it's like, oh, they're going west now, and it's confirmed they're in America. Yeah, I uh, I never played Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I think I played it maybe for like ten minutes or something. I I didn't play it extensively at all. Um, but this looks really good, and the 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 environment and the app like atmosphere everything. It looks really, really pretty. 
there's tons of like wildlife as you're walking around so it looks like they're doing a good job of making it feel like the world is kind of you know living and breathing help you get that good immersion um it looks like there's some really cool cinematic things that happen just like throughout the game it, within the trailer it breaks into breaks into a cinematic format like multiple times um so that's like i don't know that i feel like that's a cool experience to have in a game so i think that's a lot of fun um and then as far as it like being released on a ps5 and ps4 definitely understand the concerns but it's also understandable from the uh developer standpoint um it's like all of those people, like you said, are locked on PS4 still, so it'd be kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's still a new, it's still a market that they can make money from. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that too. That's another good point. I was gonna say it's kind of fucked up, like to make a game that millions of people can't buy, like won't be able to experience. You know, it's like, but it's probably much. much well, you more gotta, money. <laughs> you gotta hope it doesn't end up like Cyberpunk though, where it's like the PS4 version is so shit compared to the PS5 version yeah. that it's almost unplayable, but. It doesn't seem like that will be the case. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I mean, based off their track record, I doubt that that's going to be what it, uh, goes down. So, but yeah, a lot of this just looks super good. The underwater swimming sections look really fucking good. Like, oh yeah, I thought that was beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> it looks really cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, didn't play the first one, but I might jump into this one because it looks really pretty and looks like a lot of fun. Honestly, kind of uh, like uh, now that I'm like watching more and more of the gameplay, it kind of is like reminding me of some of the gameplay is reminding me of like Ghost of Tsushima. Um, because that's about, what I was about to say. Yeah. I was like, you really like Ghost of Tsushima. I I think you would really like Horizon Forbidden West or Horizon Zero Dawn even because like they're really really beautiful. Yeah. Post-apocalyptic games with uh, robot dinosaurs. Yeah. Um. This also is kind of giving me like similar feelings to, like the the Jack Jack and Daxter games like and shit like that. Like <laughs> I guess just like a, just like adventure like and you're you're just kind of cruising like that single player experience. Um. And you have this kind of world that you're jumping into. And it looks like you kind of have like a bunch of cool little knickknacks too. Um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, the underwater sections looked really fucking pretty. Yeah. And I feel like underwater is like such a, a hit or miss um, in some games. Like some games, the underwater section, you're just like, fuck. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I don't have... Uh much knowledge of this game because i never really played the first one but all i can say is it looks just really fucking cool yeah absolutely yeah it's like an interesting mixture of like the of technology whether it be the dinosaurs themselves since they're like robot dinosaurs or just like the weapons that your player uses um but then it seems like a bunch of other things that are going on are like really primitive (laughs) like (laughs) It's kind of like an interesting mix of, yeah, what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like some of the charm of this game is the, like the old world kind of like died and failed. And now like it's almost like cavemen, but 
the ancient tools and remnants of the ones who came before is like all technology heavy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's so that's just like one of the cool charms about a Horizon as a as a series. Uh, but on to another series, we have Far Cry Six coming out October seventh, twenty twenty one for current and last gen. Uh, it's going to have a new fangs for hire system, which looks like you can like hire gangs and like henchmen to go do stuff. And then of course, uh, Giancarlo Esposito is playing the main villain and, uh, he's pretty popular from breaking bad. Uh, he plays Gus. What do you guys think about this trailer? I thought it looked pretty cool. There's like a little like dog that runs around with no back legs. So it's on wheels. <laughs> I just thought it was really weird. Cause I've always seen far cry is like being in like the jungle or like some urban area but it's like this or not urban like place with like much open area but it looks like it's more like modern with like the shipyard and a city and shit yeah so it's just kind of weird looking this guy like uh kind of gave me vibes of uh like Grand Theft Auto and like just like other games like that where it's like uh got this whole world where there's like a lot of shit to do and like it seems like you like in this one at least like you're kind of like a rebellious like you're you're against like the, you know like uh, the government and powers that be type shit like you're getting like a a little pep talk about freeing your people from fucking the government type shit yeah seems pretty cool seems fun most far cry games it's like you end up like landing on an island and then you have to figure out what's going on and you're kind of like the outsider and you come in and like help fix the situation so i'm always, i'm kind of curious what this one is going to start off like yeah it looks pretty cool though there's like they have all these weapons made out of like different little knickknacks and shit yeah and you have like a pet alligator that you can sick on people yeah (laughs) yeah i didn't really like far cry 4 and far cry 5 didn't really rub me the right way so i have like tentative excitement for this far cry 3 is like one of my favorite open world games it's just so well told um so i'll probably wait for the reviews on this one and pick it up if it's if it's like people are just really raving about it. Yeah. But I know that I'm going to be picking up Dying Light 2 Stay Human. I absolutely love the first Dying Light. Now, Same. Yeah, I played a lot of Dying Light. It's just such a fun single-player game and then such a fun co-op player game. Um, this is mm-hmm. coming out in December. takes place 15 years after Dying Light. There's going to be a new protagonist. And apparently 3,000 parkour moves have been added since the first game. Now, I don't know what 3,000 fucking parkour moves can even look like. Like, that first game, you were running around, diving through windows, jumping around, fucking hopping on poles and shit. This one, I guess, you're just going to be doing all that. 3,000 more things. Yeah, way cooler way. Um, (laughs) Now, I hope this game has co-op from the start because, like I said, one of the funnest co-op games just run around in this giant open world with zombies everywhere with a friend doing missions and stuff, saving people. It's just a good time. Can you do the whole uh, sure. main campaign co-op? Yeah. Nice. If I, if I remember correctly, yeah. And then, like, this was made from the team that did Dead Island, but then they kind of, like, left Dead Island and ended up making this, which is a more serious 
less lighthearted, I guess, type of game. Yeah. Um, and I really like Dead Island, but Dying Light is so another step above with it's like it's just it's just really cool. So I'm excited for this. What do you yeah. uh what do you think, Skylin? As someone who's Dude, I've, Dying Light. I've like hundred percent beat like all of Dying Light one and have like over a hundred hours in that game. I just really fucking I'm so excited for this shit. <clears throat> I still can't. Oh yeah, you just said they have three thousand more Parker removes. I can't even imagine what else they could add. But well, at one point, yeah, I'm fucking, fucking excited. He runs straight at a zombie and fucking grabs him by the shirt and jumps off the roof with the zombie in front of him. <laughs> I don't know if that was cinematic or if that was actually a thing you could do. That'd be really cool. That looked though. like it was just a part of the like a like. That was an option. Like he just walked, he just ran up to him and did that. Like, I just thought it was just an option. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it was an option. Dude, three thousand parkour moves. They gotta get creative. Like, fuck. I did see he has like a super jump, which is weird. Yeah, dude, like zombie fall, dude. That could, you know, like what? Come on, zombie fall. <laughs> zombie fall. Zombie dude. fall. Yeah, I'm so excited one, for this shit. Three thousand parkour. One moves. of those three thousand parkour moves. Jump off of a really high building. To something too high to roll off of, you got to use the zombie body to break the fall, dude. It's like the born identity, man. And then just super jump. Yeah, super jump. Super jump. Actually. Yeah. Another. Uh, A very popular, move. very popular parkour move. Super jump. You have your regular <laughs> jumps, but then you got to put a little more fucking oomph into it, you know. Oomph. Little oomph. 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 Oof. Gotta get really into there. Oof. Oof. Yeah, that's how you get the super jump. Yeah, it's like if you ever seen like the whole like uh, the thing with like karate or taekwondo people, and when they like when they do the yell, it like increases their strength by like a fucking significant amount. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm fucking around. I think that was actually proven false. <laughs> Uh, I heard that you have to, like, if you yell and, like, make noises when you're, like, physically exerting yourself, it's, like, just a little bit more power. <laughs> like, that's why, like, weightlifters and stuff go... Yeah. <laughs> like, it just gives you the, just a little bit more power. So next time you're trying to do something and it's really hard, just start screaming. Oh, shit. Is, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no. I thought it was proven false, but it is apparently not. It's Apparently it's true. Yeah, dude. A next quick... time you're like, <laughs> next time you're on the shitter, and it's not coming out. I don't think you should do that. That <laughs> sounds like a bad no, dude. That's why you give a fucking hemorrhoids, man. <laughs> Here's it says a quick yell or grunt before an exercise may increase strength, according to researchers from Iowa State University. In the study, both novice and experienced martial artists measured their hand grip strength by squeezing a dynamometer, a device that measures force. Wow. Yep. All right, Scout, thank you for joining us for that game section. Hope you have a great day, and we'll see you on right. a future episode. Thanks so much, Scott. Thank you very much. Dude. Fucking peace out. All right, out. so my, our next guest is Willump. Hello. My good friend, Nate. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Welcome, Willump. Um, so this uh, this one's going to be a little bit weird, guys, because we uh, we already recorded this bit with, uh, with Alex here, but unfortunately, due to some technical difficulties, some audios got lost. So what I'm going to do here is 
Uh, me and me and Nate are gonna talk about Nate. these three movies and another and whatever other movies we've been watching. And I'm just gonna mm-hmm. I'm just gonna cut in Alex's <laughs> audio from when he was here. So this is gonna be probably kind of interesting to listen to. But I just wanted to let you guys know that's Absolutely. why this is gonna sound weird because like Alex was here, <laughs> but yeah, he's not here currently. It will be seamless. I guarantee it. Oh, definitely here. Right now, after I finish the sentence, Alex is going to say something. <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, Extended Edition, and and then me and my girlfriend immediately, right after that started, the Two Towers Extended Edition. <laughs> yeah, good old, uh, good old 12 hours of, uh, <laughs> of fucking prime cinema. <laughs> All right, so uh, here we go. First movie I wanted to talk about, you said you saw Willy's Wonderland with Nicolas Cage. Now, we talked mm-hmm. about this on a past episode. Is like the Nicolas Cage kind of Five Nights at Freddy's, like yeah. weird, yep, crazy, yep. Chuck E. Cheese type movie. Uh, what um, what do you think I about I personally that? enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, I went into it <clears throat> with no expectations. It was kind of like our other friend Josh was like, hey, we're going to watch a movie tonight. You, you down? I was like, sure. So I hopped in there, and there it went. No expectations, and yeah, it was great. So... Was this movie like? Was it really gory? Um. Yeah, it was. Especially the animatronics. You know, they have more uh, blood, or I guess blood in quotation marks. I think it was oil, basically, but <laughs> or supposed to be oil. But yeah, it was very gory for what it was. And you mentioned previously, Nicolas Cage has no lines in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he said a single word. Yeah, I think he might <laughs> grunt every once in a while, but that's about it. Dude, that's like the wildest part to me. Is like I can't believe he just has no fucking lines. <laughs> They're like, all right, we want Nicolas Cage, but we don't want him to do any acting. Like we don't want him to speak. Yeah, it's like, hey, Nick Cage, you want to come do this movie? He's like, I don't really want to learn lines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you know, we got you. Don't worry about that. Yeah, <laughs> curb stomp him on the toilet. So what, like, what power is these animatronics? Um, I think what it basically boiled down to, it was, like, they were, like, haunted, I guess, by, like, evil spirits. Holy shit. Uh, are they, like, were they, like, serial killers, or they were, like, um, Satanists, something like that? Holy they're, shit. They're, like, <laughs> you know, like, pentagrams, all that sort of shit, and then, Holy I guess, when they, when they died, they took over the form of these electronic, you know, banned animals. So, yeah. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> well, it was Wonderland. Have you seen Mandy? No, I haven't. Is that similar? Dude, I recommend Mandy. Like, it has Nicolas Cage, and it, it's not like Five Nights at Freddy's or whatever. It's more like it's just a crazy fucking crazy-ass horror movie with mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage, and, like, he's just, like, screaming all the time, <laughs> completely covered in blood, fucking just going as hard. He kills a lot of people in that movie. <laughs> that sounds awesome. When they premiered it, they premiered it in, like, a like a gothic church uh-huh. with, like, all these heavy metal bands invited. Really? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mandy is really wild. Yeah, um, Nicholas Cage, man, he just does <laughs> okay. weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're not, if you haven't watched it yet, and you are, I'd just recommend just going into it with an open mind. If you if you think you're gonna get some big, you know, triple A blockbuster, you'll be let down. But if you go in there, just, you know, and enjoy the ride, it'll be great. Okay. <laughs> Good God. Speaking of triple A blockbusters, I think we have three pretty triple A blockbuster mm-hmm. movies to talk about this week. Um, 
first movie I want to talk about a trailer drop is Infinite, starring Mark Wahlberg. Now, this is coming out June 10th on Paramount+, and it's about a guy discovering that he has, like, infinite past lives, and he's kind of, like, tapping into those memories. Uh, What do you think about this trailer? Um, Yeah, I I found it pretty interesting. It really pulled me in with the interrogation scene. I kind of wasn't sure where it was going to go. And uh, the whole the whole like premise too was really I found really interesting. You know, having all these past lives or an infinite amount of past lives that you can have. And I guess he doesn't really remember him, but yeah, I guess it looked really looked like a typical like uh, action movie. I kind of hope they really expand on to kind of bring it past that point. And you know, it's not a bad thing that if it's an action movie like that either. Yeah. You know, they have their time and place. But yeah, I'm excited to see what it what comes from it as well. Yeah, it's like I want it to be more like. Uh like inception mm-hmm. or like looper where it's like an action movie but with like a really cool kind of like right right premise i mean that's not as straightforward as you would but, originally think mm-hmm. yep definitely yeah 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 i just gotta hope that it mm-hmm. has more layers to it than just whatever mm-hmm. on the surface yeah. and then uh here's what alex has to think about it yo i am fucking i'm stoked to see another movie that looks like pretty good with mark Wahlberg. like uh, this movie like i'm fucking stoked to see this i feel like the last preview of a movie i saw with mark Wahlberg, i was not excited for the movie and i was kind of just laughing at it and uh so this one i'm like this actually looks fucking sick um yeah i love the whole premise i mean just the millions or like thousands of past lives type shit and then like within the trailer they put a lot of emphasis on the whole you've got to remember. And like, I think one of the lines is like, if you remember who you were, you can uh, like, you can think of what you can become or like something like that. Like, <laughs> so there's like a lot of emphasis on him figuring out what and who he used to be in all of his past lives. And, you know, I guess from the trailer, we can gather that that means he's going to use that knowledge to uh, gain some new kind of strength and like achieve some new height or something. And then probably save the world or something. I don't know. This looks like one of those, like (laughs) you've got to fucking save the world type shit. Like, I don't know what's going to happen here. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving forward, uh next movie I want to talk about is Last Night in Soho. Now this is directed by Edgar Wright and he's the guy who did Shaun of the Dead, Hot oh, Fuzz, no like shit. that little trilogy with um, mm-hmm. I think his name is Simon wow. Pig. Okay. Um and then he also did Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. So he's he's known for like, you know, like more comedic type movies. Now this movie doesn't look like it has very much many comedy elements. It's kind of like look like it's about a girl that's like maybe having a psychological breakdown where her mind's splitting yeah, something something crazy like yeah, that yeah like a ghost because i don't think it really goes into it in the trailer at all yeah but... yeah definitely like raises some questions this this movie's mm-hmm. coming out october 22nd this year it has anya taylor joy from um queen's gambit as well as thomas and mckenzie I feel like that actress, now that she's been in Queen's Gambit after it blew up, I feel like she's going to start getting pretty right. big. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, because that's just so good. Yeah, and to me, she had kind of, it's like a, a unique look to her. I can't really put my finger on what it is, but she's really easily recognizable. She has really big eyes. Is that it? That must be it. I I, I mean, maybe. I don't know. She <laughs> Yeah, it could be anything. But... Very beautiful actress. Mm-hmm. You know, originally it's like, I was thinking the same thing as you said when you're like, yeah, this is a, a movie that's in a quite a bit different vein, but also at the same time, 
while like those other movies are comedies, they're also comedy horror movies. Like they're not just comedies. Like Shaun of the Dead is a, yeah, it's a spoof on like Dawn of the Dead, but like it's still a, a comedy horror movie. And then Hot Fuzz, like, uh, I don't know if Hot Fuzz is spoofing another movie. Um, if it is, I didn't get the reference, but Hot Fuzz is like, you know, there's like serial murders going on and like they're gruesome. Like they don't like even though the movie's a comedy, they don't try to make the uh like the gory scenes like look uh un un you know, unrealistic, I guess. Like they it still looks like real or like movie real. Uh, like what's going on, the type of shit that's happening in his movies. So I feel like this movie might not actually be as far away from his, you know, forte as I guess I had originally was thinking. Mm-hmm. It won't be his first forte into the into the yeah, horror yeah. genre. So I'm excited for this. It look, I think it's classified as a psychological mm-hmm. horror film. Yeah, 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 exactly. But yeah, yeah. And of the three trailers that we're talking about, this one was probably easily my favorite. I think it was the Mine most well done yeah, trailer. Like, this is the movie. I feel like mm-hmm. if, I had to, if all three of these movies were playing at the theater tonight, I'd probably see this one just because it looks yes, sweet. very quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Totally. And then speaking yep, yep. of theaters, we got a blockbuster incoming with Marvel's The Eternals. It's coming November 5th, 2021. This is going to be the 26th film in the MCU and the um, and part of Phase 4. Now, for those wondering what The Eternals was, because in the trailer, you kind of just see like a ragtag group of in- individuals that all look pretty powerful, like coming together. So I, I looked it up, and this is what it says. After an unexpected tragedy following the events of Avengers Endgame, the Eternals, an immortal alien race created by the Celestials who have been secretly living on Earth for 7,000 years, reunite to protect humanity from their evil counterparts, the Deviants. Now, okay, so apparently these Eternals have been on Earth for 7,000 years through all of the fucking crazy shit that has been going on in MCU. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, they choose to not interfere, but something must have changed. Apparently worse than <laughs> losing half the population. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, apparently that's not bad enough for them yeah. to <laughs> give a shit. So. Gone, whatever, but then they're like, oh, the deviants are coming out. It's time to step up. So yep. better be some, these deviants better be some real intimidating fucking threats that like the Avengers can't even handle. Right, right. If they just come out and they got pea shooters and they're just like, you know, they get mopped with the floor, then, you know, what was the whole point? You know, the premise kind of goes out the window. But... Yeah, and one one thing I thought yeah. was cool about this is that uh has some Game of Thrones actors, like has Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones, Jon Snow, and yeah. also looks mm-hmm. like has mm-hmm. Rob Stark. I forget what his actual name is, but he's yeah. part of the Eternals. I feel like, I think Jon <laughs> Snow is playing one of the villains, potentially. <laughs> oh, is he? Um, okay. Yeah, he's playing that makes sense. called like Black Knight or something. Um, mm. I wonder if that's a reference to the the yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I saw some people like, oh, of course he looks. He, I mean, he looks good in black. Yeah, Black Knight, and he's part of the mm-hmm. Masters of Evil Lego Marvels DLC pack. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's definitely gonna be a a villain in this movie, probably. Mm. So cool. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Eternals coming November fifth. To join the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, <laughs> I recently just watched The Godfather yep. and Life of Pi. Life of Pi is such a weird movie. Classic. Godfather is such a classic. I didn't even. Re- I think I've only seen mm-hmm. Godfather 1 and 2. 
And then I didn't even realize there was a third one that was made like 15 years later. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be. Oh, really? I, I was oh. reading the director said that the the first two movies are like a duology, really. And then the third movie is like an epilogue mm-hmm. to those two movies. So. Oh, okay. I'm trying to remember if I saw the third one. I know for a while that back a few years ago, I kind of went on like the whole like uh, mobster like um, yeah. movie binge, you know, and watched like a whole bunch from, you know, in the span of a couple months, but. Yeah, it's been a while. Good yeah, movies, I was just though. Reading, watching an interview with someone, they were talking about how like people usually portray gangsters as wearing like more baggy clothing, but they're like, if you look at any of the real gangsters in like the movies, they're always wearing suits. And I was like, have an mm-hmm. interesting observation. But yeah, thank you, Willem, for right, coming on for uh mm-hmm. for the movies. Yep. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and we'll definitely have you on for a future episode. We'll have you talking about you know the whole whole lineup, games, and everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yep. Hopefully, without any technical difficulties next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, here's uh, some more clips from Alex. Like, wait, <laughs> wow, things really got out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, and our next guest today, we are joined by good old friend, Brandon Vu. Hello, hello. Back in action, Brandon Vu. And of course... Back in action. Back in action. Of course, I have Alex Curtis. You're just going to introduce me for every fucking thing, even though I've been here for every segment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cut these parts out. <laughs> All right. All right. So Brandon is joining us today for the TV shows. We don't have any anime here. Although I did see an anime recently that I was excited for. I was watching one of those top ten upcoming anime for summer season. And all the like seven out of the top ten were fucking isekais. So I was like, I'm not gonna watch those. <laughs> one of them was about like a guy who goes around and heals vampires, and it actually sounded really cool. It was like it's like the number three spot in the video or something, but um, it looked pretty cool. So I'll, I'll probably keep my eye on that. Have any of you guys been watching any animes recently? I actually have not, unfortunately. Any shows? <laughs> I just started watching uh, To Your Eternity. What episode are you on? Um, I think last night I watched episode five. Um, Ooh, nice, nice. Yeah, it like... How how you feeling about I'm it? I'm feeling pretty good, man. Um, fuck. I actually... Dude, that episode fucked me up last night. Holy shit. I'm just remembering now because I was actually like, I got really high after this. But, man. Ah, dude, that episode <laughs> had me so emotional. I was just fucking crying, dude. Like, not like. Was it the. Okay, okay, like okay. Straight okay. balling. I've heard very. Like straight balling. Dude. No, polarizing. I've heard very polarizing reviews about. I think what I, I think I know what episode you're talking about. There's a character death yeah. in it. Um. Two, Devin and my friend Dawson both said they cried, and you're saying yeah, you cried? Yeah. I stood up and cheered, dude. I was literally cheering <laughs> up and up and down, going, yes, finally. And, like, my girlfriend was also really stoked about it. I was like, finally, dude. Like, such a fucking weight was lifted off that show. Like, I felt like I was worried about the show's future because of that character, and I really don't like characters like that. And then they passed, and I was like, yes, yeah. dude finally <laughs> and then i was talking to Devin about it and he's like well you don't like children so i guess it's understandable. <laughs> yeah uh i guess i see where you're coming from with that like i had like when those characters got introduced um i was just feeling like 
why the fuck is it so focused on these people? Because none of these like the like the show is like doing this because the 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 main the main entity of the show is wandering. So you just come in contact with these characters, and you it's like the sh- it's like making you feel like these new people are gonna be like full time additions or like they are the new main point of the story. And it's like no, like. It's still all about this fucking one, like, the main character. It's still about the main entity. It's like, so these other characters are, like, side plots. And so, I don't know. I don't know if that's why you were feeling what you were feeling. But when, like, these characters got introduced and then the one character who died, like, I was like, man, like, none of this is important, right? Like, I was like, who are the, like, this is just, like, showing, this is just a stepping stone for the main entity to continue learning and developing, right? Like, like, it's all, yeah. like, and I feel oh, like maybe I would have been able to enjoy it more if I, I knew, like, that was the formula of the show is that these characters are more temporary. But, like, those characters are in the intro. So I was just worried these are going to become main staple characters of the yeah. show. And, like, I'm just not a big fan of animes having little kids in them. Because, um, like, usually they're, like, very, like, high-pitched voices, extra annoying or whatever. And Devin tried to say that, like, what, you like Hunter Hunter? Those are little kids. I'm like, that's not the same, like, comparison here. But, uh, yeah, now that you, like... Like what you're saying, like it seems like we're gonna watch this main character as he starts to learn more and more about what it means to be yeah. human. As he comes in contact with like a group of character, their story gets told and then concludes, and then he moves on to the next yeah. character group of characters. He's yeah. gonna be. I think the only episode I cried on was the first episode. I I cried for the first episode because I, I that was that was pretty yeah. emotional, um, for me. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm really liking that that show. I'm about I think I'm on episode nine nice. or eight, but. To your eternity. I know Devin will recommend it. I recommend it. You should watch it, Brandon. I'll probably have to give it a watch. It's pretty dank. Pretty, uh, pretty like strange. Really interesting concept. Um, I mean, I guess since we're the main characters and immortal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. I know what you're talking. Like, what show you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. I mean, since we've talked about it, I guess extensively at this point, little like quick explanation. To your eternity just follows a entity of some sort which is just like it's not even a person or a thing that has intelligence but it is capable of copying whatever it comes into contact with to the utmost extent and so it just gets sent to earth and at first it copies a rock yada yada and then it copies into a wolf and then eventually it copies a human and it's you follow this entity learning what it means to be human as it is traversing through the world basically is like what the show is about so Highly recommend. And you start to get, like, little hints that maybe, like, it's part of a bigger conflict or competition or something that's going on. And I'm excited to learn more about that, like, why it was sent to Earth and who's in charge yeah. of it and, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, the show has kind of, like, yeah, the dude, interesting my... narration thing going on, you know. My girlfriend fucking hates uh, whenever they show him in wolf form from the front view. Like when it shows a full on front, because it it does it a lot, and she just thinks it looks absolutely terrible. So every time it happens, I'm just like, there it is. Like, because like almost once an episode, you see the wolf from the front view, like just like you're looking dead on. My my least favorite part was when he's in wolf form and just says arigato. (laughs) I was like, that made me fucking cringe. But like, like. Also, like, it sounded how it probably should have sounded, you know what I mean? Like, like he doesn't know how to talk, yeah, like, so, not- so it's like... <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, because like when he's first learning how to say words, he just walks around repeating it every yeah. time. Yeah. I already got that. I already got that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, two-year two eternity. Year eternity. Uh, we've talked about that before, everyone. So I had some more shows I wanted to talk about this week with you guys. We got an, a new little teaser trailer for the Dexter reboot. So this is a continuation of the old Dexter show that ended uh, several years ago. And so it's coming back in a 10-episode limited series. Michael C. Hall's returning as the main character. It's coming out this fall. I, I read that it's not being treated as a season 9, but as a second finale. And it will reflect how much time has passed. Uh, have either of you guys watched Dexter? Um, I have... uh, I've seen a few episodes, but I'd never watched the ending actually so i i never ever got invested or like watched all of it but every time i was uh in the vicinity of somebody watching an episode because that's usually how i saw i've probably seen like a total of like four or five of the episodes of the show um maybe a little bit more than that every time i was uh, watching one i thought it was like really good and it seemed pretty cool um just never just never took the time to fucking dive in and really get invested type shit so no i'm not familiar with like everything that you know was going on so dexter ran for uh eight seasons i watched i think the first six because around season five and six it really starts to fall apart and that's because like um up to season four it just has such a good momentum and then something happens at the end of season four like as a big like shocker at the finale Mm -hmm. and it really just kind of like I don't know. I feel like it t- tore apart part of the core of the mm. show. Um, and then the, the the ending final season, I have looked it up and like read about it, what it was. Because I was at one point, I was like, I'm not going to finish this. And it has a really controversial ending. But for those who don't know, Dexter's about a, uh, this guy. He's a serial killer. He has these, um, these, I don't know, desires to kill. Like he just grew up being a serial killer, killed little animals when he was young. And so his dad recognized this and trained him. Um, to where he can fulfill those urges to be a serial killer, but for the good of the of the better of the people. So he aims to kill other killers, other serial killers or pedophiles or whatever. So the show kind of like has an episodic formula of him like tracking down a killer and then killing them. Like he wraps them up in like saran wrap and fucking slices them up or whatever. So it's kind of like your anti-hero situation. And then eventually there's like overarching villains that are starting to catch on to what he's doing. And then on top of it all, he works at like a crime scene. Yeah, I was going to say, he's, he's also he's a fucking like... detective. So it's like this. <laughs> this is yeah. Like fucking... Yeah, so he's like involved in like trying to catch the killer, but he's trying to catch the killer before the police do so he can fucking kill him. <laughs> I don't know. It it creates an interesting dynamic. So yeah, it's kind of cool that it's coming back because a lot of people didn't like how it ended, and you know, it's cool that they're gonna bring it back and try to end it in a better Yo, way. Does he like not uh, uh, in the show? Does he, you know, like because to be a good detective, right? You gotta catch the you gotta catch the guy. So like, does he not ever get like promoted or any pat on the back? Because if he's just killing all the people before he can like be like, ah, I got the guy, you know, like. <laughs> No, he doesn't really ever, like, get a pat on the back because, like, his main job is blood work. So, like, he does, like, the blood splatter and blood analysis. But, like you said, he's never solving any crimes or anything because he is solving them and then going and killing those people. And, like, some of his... Some of it, eventually, some of his, like, co-workers and friends, like, they're also detectives, so they start to suspect Mm -hmm. him. um, Or, like... Or maybe not suspect him, but, like, start being like, I think someone's killing these people. (laughs) (laughs) But, but yeah, it's cool that that is coming back. Another thing is coming back 
but from even farther even back farther in, our, in our lives. Way farther way back. Far back. I, I, Carly, is getting rebooted to Paramount+. Plus. It's coming out on June 17th this year. It's The original show ran for five years. This season is confirmed to be 13 episodes long. Sam is not returning. Uh, what did you guys think about this? It's, it was pretty crazy for me to watch this trailer. It's like all on the same set, and everyone doesn't look like they've aged that much. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird in a way, but uh, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of missing without Sam there. <laughs> yeah, Just dude, Sam bit. was like low key my favorite character, and Same. like her, I, I was reading her reasons for not coming back, and she said like she's reflected on her acting history growing up, and it's an embarrassment for her, and she doesn't want to be an actor anymore, and so like she, I don't know, she just doesn't want to get back in that that seat. Uh, yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't watch a bunch of this show, but probably like uh, a decent amount. I've probably seen like 10, 10 episodes, maybe. Um, Dude, I've seen like all seasons. I've <laughs> seen a lot of these as a kid. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. Um, yeah, yeah I thought Sam was cool. I thought Freddie was cool. Is uh, Freddie Freddy was, was was one of their, their friends, right? Is he in this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's <laughs> the one on the left in the... Uh, the... What is it called? The, uh... Thumbnail. What the fuck? Yeah, he's like, he's the, he's the dude of the, the photographer main guy. characters. Yeah, yeah, the guy filming. Wait, wait. <laughs> uh, Are you thinking about Gibby, the fat little kid? I don't know. Who's the guy with Spencer in all these shot in all the scenes with Spencer? Is that Freddy? Or am I, like, is that Spencer's homie? Do I not, like, is there a character I don't know about? Like, who is that guy? The trailer mainly consisted of Spencer, Freddy, and then the two new main <laughs> oh, girls. Oh shit, that is Freddy. Oh my god, I'm looking at his face. Holy shit, what the fuck? Yeah, he just has a beard now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he's like... That guy's like married in real life. Like, is he actually? Yeah, no, he's married. He's like... uh, I, I looked him up one time. He's like a hardcore evangelical Christian type oh. dude. Oh my he's like god. Married. I wouldn't be surprised if he has oh, kids. Goodness. I wouldn't be surprised if we had kids. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I feel like Christian families have kids. Yeah, ev- evangelical. No? Yeah, I guess you know you got a point there. But <laughs> he has two kids. First, uh, first Damn. comment on YouTube: Spencer looks like he hasn't aged a day. <laughs> this is very That's true. Very he true. does not look like he's aged. Yeah, his face is just like a little bit more full. That's all. Like it, I mean, he still looks exactly the same. Pretty much. Great. Also, um, he has two daughters. Somebody. Spencer does. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not Spencer. Freddie. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Um, somebody in the comments mentioned how it's kind of funny that this is like uh they didn't try to like reboot the show and try to make it as if it was still back at the time like this is like they they are making the show and it's more adult now like there's scenes where they're all like toasting with like champagne glasses and shit and like fucking spencer's like brings out some beers or whatever to like him and freddie are drinking yeah the the hot beer like all this stuff like so i was trying to think like what who is the target audience here and then um it's probably everybody who watched it back then this is exactly this is for the people who watched it back then right now like they're not yeah 
That's what I'm saying, and that's... Because everybody who watched it back then are, like, of legal age to drink now, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's an adult. Yep. Alright. Yeah, like, dude, like, go look at the comments, dude, like, on the YouTube for the trailer. Um, it's like, there's a bunch of people that are, like, hearing, quote, damn it, on iCarly. <laughs> like, and just, like, and then just somebody, they had me at, quote, damn it. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, what's going on? Uh... Man, yeah, fucking people are like excited for this, man. <laughs> this is hilarious. It's overwhelmingly positive comments on the YouTube. Like, holy shit! iCarly, dude. dude. Who would have guessed? People love iCarly, and I, you know, I can't hate. I'm not a hater. Like, yeah, I enjoyed the ten episodes that I watched. <laughs> Mostly Spencer. I think somebody said that Spencer was carrying the show. I would say so. Oh yeah, wait, is his name He's a big Is part. his actual name Jerry Trainer? Dude, I like uh that guy no in uh Drake and Josh when he's just a crazy dude at the fucking movie theater. Movie theater. Yeah, yeah just fucking going hard on the popcorn and shit. Dude, okay, hold on. I, I have something I have something funny to add into this about Drake and Josh. Well actually Drake Bell specifically, but first I want to read this re- YouTube comment regarding Jerry Trainer. <laughs> Jerry Trainer better call his chiropractor because I get the feeling he's about to carry this show once again. <laughs> <laughs> just apparently somebody just and there was like a like over 150 like, like apparently people agree that he is the he's just the fucking best part of the show wow goodness wow goodness anyway <clears throat> did you know drake bell voiced uh a character in like in a, like a english dialogue version of kingdom hearts what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like just saw Pretty that on his voice. Like, uh, um, let's see what the fuck is the name of this thing. Yeah, Drake Bell is playing young Master Arrakis in Kingdom Hearts Three. Arrakis. <laughs> hmm. Arrakis. E R A Q U S. I don't know if that's how you say it. I've never played Kingdom Hearts, so I don't know. You know. I played it as a kid, so I don't remember pretty much anybody's name. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised Kelton already knew this because Kelton fucking goes hard on Kingdom Hearts. <clears throat> Dude, I heard Drake Bell moved to Mexico, changed his name, and only does Spanish songs now. Where'd you hear that? <laughs> I don't remember. My memories yeah, are probably a I little bit <laughs> messed up. No, I found an article. <laughs> Drake Bell apparently changed his name, moved to Mexico, and now is releasing Spanish language music. He's now Drake Campania. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then apparently, he last is. month he was charged with. Apparently, last name he was charged with child endangerment and did a bunch of weird, sketchy stuff with a fifteen-year-old. Oh Good boy, God. what are you doing? But yeah, I guess that's why he changed his name and went to Mexico. Yeah. Good. Apparently, like his concerts and tickets all sell out in Mexico, so he just <clears throat> fully just moved down there. Goodness. Well, I guess. Uh... Guess he's making it work. What? Like someone, he still someone posted songs? a little 
someone posted a picture of him with his little like uh toy with in Drake and Josh the sombrero on it going por favor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but he's been doing that uh, for like two years and no one even noticed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't even know. Nobody really follows him. Yeah, I don't know. So. Like, I haven't heard anyone say anything about him for, you know, since Drake and Josh. So, eh. <laughs> yeah. Not too surprised. Well, I feel like. I feel like it kind of sucks that uh, iCarly's going to be on Paramount, though. Because Paramount is just like another subscription service that you have to subscribe on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even, True. I don't know anyone who has a Paramount Plus. So, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, iCarly coming to Paramount Plus and Dexter, which is, uh, I don't know what that's coming to, but it's coming to whatever Showtime's on. I don't know what that's coming uh, to, yeah, but it's no coming idea. to Showtime. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Brandon will definitely have you on for another full episode later in the season. Cruising Sweet. out. Goodbye, Brandon. Cruising out. All right. Bye, Goodbye, guys. Have a good day. All right. And for the music, we are joined by Julia McCarty. Hello. And Alex Curtis. Welcome. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thank you so much. Welcome, Julia. Welcome to the podcast. And thank you for... Uh, doing our oh, both yeah. of our the listeners might not, not know this but both of our finales episode 25 and episode 50 julia is the one who does the intros yes yeah thank you for that with uh stinky pete <laughs> with stinky you pete. got it thank you pete intros are my specialty fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so we have you on this week um to talk about our two songs of the week we're doing two songs of the week this time um Lost Cause by Billie Eilish and Late at Night by Roddy Rich. Now let's start off with Lost Cause, which is the second single off Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish's next album coming out. What did you uh what did you think of this song, Julia? Well I'm not I would say like the best like the biggest fan of Billie Eilish in terms of um she doesn't necessarily make the type of music that I listen to a lot. Uh but she does have a very beautiful voice, and I really like the instrumental to this song. It has a nice, punchy beat. Um, but yeah, and the music video is pretty cool, too. Yeah. What about you, Alex? I agree. I like the music video. I think she looks like she's, like, uh, I don't know, kind of, like, getting, like, really comfortable with herself and just kind of fucking feeling herself and having a good time. Also really dig the song. Uh, it's kind of like a slow, chill vibe. I think like a lot of her music kind of has that like more like a toned down vibe. Like she sings pretty softly. She has like a really nice voice though. I agree. Um, yeah, I fuck with this song. I fuck with it. Um, yeah, I like the song. I like Billie Eilish, and it seems like like you guys kind of touched on. She's coming in with like a more of a happier, more comfortable vibe. That seems to be the whole like theme of this album is that she's happier in her skin and stuff. So yeah, I, I like the song. I like her. I like a lot of her music. She has a really nice voice. Um, of course, I mean that's what she's famous for. Um, I'm a, I think my favorite song by her is the 007 theme she did for the upcoming uh, 007 film. 
Oh, nice. I have tried to find that song on Spotify, and I, I can't find it. Dude. I know it's here. I'm about to pull up Spotify. <laughs> I know it's here. What? I just... And I don't know the name of the song, but I thought it would mention something about 007. No Time to Die. 007 is on the... I don't know if I've listened to it, but I'll have to try it out. Um, I think, like... And I've watched her documentary, and... It was interesting learning more about her, and it was really relatable as someone who has also had the experience of being a teenage girl. And I think if I were in the age range of, like, 13 to 17, that I would be a pretty big fan of Billie Eilish. I think her music would be a lot more relatable to me. Um, But I just, at the time of my life that I'm in now, I can't relate to her music as much. And I think that's where she pulls in a lot of those really diehard fans, that younger teen base. Totally. I feel that's fair. Dude, in this music video, I kept wondering if um, they was sponsored by Lay's because they're eating Lay's in, like, the whole this is so music much video. I noticed that as well. Like, every time they're eating something, it's like Lay's, logo out, Lay's, different types of Lay's. <laughs> different flavors lays and then that from that i was like are they also sponsored by like the twister game (laughs) because they're playing twister and then are they also sponsored by that brand of silly string well you guys wouldn't know this but um at at teen girl slumber parties twister is a staple (laughs) i mean twister is a staple at every slumber party me and alex have every every uh every slumber party we always play twister always (laughs) always <laughs> dude playing twister with devin's great yeah it's always it's always you me devin and your brother skylin the four of us together <laughs> dude one time um this for, for some reason reminded me devin came over to record an episode of sweet peace old me and alex and he was like pretty uh drunk and he's like i need to go smoke a cigarette pretty so he goes drunk out so he goes outside <laughs> in my front yard or the front porch my mom um and you know that little like gate for the dogs that's like next to that those three stairs that go down like the three concrete stairs right when you exit the front door there's like that little gate i have no idea what gate you're talking oh my god well (laughs) right when you exit the door there's a little gate um and it's like pretty flimsy it's just like to keep the dogs from running away and so he leans all his weight on that and devin's a pretty big (laughs) dude and Obviously, the gate just instantly breaks, gives away, and Devin just falls straight three, four stairs down onto concrete, uh, right in front of my mom. <laughs> so like he's alone out, alone out there with her, and she's like, "Oh my god, what's are you okay?" <laughs> Devin just sprawled out on the ground in the concrete and the grass and the mud with a cigarette, <laughs> super drunk. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm fine." <laughs> He didn't feel that until the next day. Yeah, dude, and then he comes in all fucking blundering and bustling back into the room, and his like arms bleeding, and he's like, "Oh man, I just fell in outside <laughs> in front of your mom. I just ate shit in front of your mom." Yeah, and my mom's like, said. "Is he okay? Oh my god, does he need to go to the hospital?" <laughs> hospital? Uh, no, he's drunk. Actually, yeah. he'll be fine. And then he passed out uh, in the middle of the podcast. 
Yeah, in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> oh, that was he, the same. No, yeah, I middle, think I remember this. Story middle of the podcast, he's like, I need to lay down. I have a picture of this. And he lays down straight on his back with his little arms crossed on his chest and just falls asleep. <laughs> his little arms. Coffin his little style. tiny T Rex arms little... folded neatly onto his chest. Dude, it looks like a little T Rex arms. Like, straight up. Like. Devin, just... the blundering and bustling T Rex. The fucking blundering T Rex. Blundering and bustling, dude. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> Devin's just a drunken T Rex. Just... I can't believe that's the spot that he chose. In the corner, like and his look. head between your bed and the dresser. <laughs> and what is on the bed sheet? He spilled a drink or his cider or whatever. And <laughs> I bought these I bought these fucking I bought these flaming hot Fritos and I just bought them so like flaming hot Fritos, that sounds fucking wild. And then Devin just kept eating them going, I can't believe you bought these, they taste terrible, they're so bad. He just, he just keeps eating them. And I'm like, why are you eating them? They're so bad. He's like, because it's the only thing to fucking eat. Uh, He's just trying so to bad. keep himself alive at that point. <laughs> that, that, was, that was a hilarious night. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that, that, I mean, we recorded through that whole fucking night. So, like, I'm sure there's some episode um where uh you could you could get into that that moment with us. i think it's our but, longest uh, episode i think it's the longest episode that we've made. I, f- I mean i feel like it was longest for a while but then in the middle of season two we started we started breaking some lengths true um Bre- yeah, okay. breaking some lengths breaking some lengths and i mean we might be breaking some lengths for this episode <laughs> But. Well, I mean, thanks to Billy Eilish and Lays bringing up this wonderful story from the past. Oh, dude, thank you, so, thank you, Billy Eilish. <laughs> our thanks, next, Billy. Our next song, "Late at Night" by Roddy Rich. This is his first song since the release of uh, what? I apologize for being antisocial. Uh, I think that is the name, um, which we have conflicting opinions on, but. Okay, it's like it's it was a good album, and I I really like uh, Peta, and I like the box. I know that you're a bigger fan. I love the whole album on uh, the other side of this. I really like Roddy Rich. I've been listening to him since before he kind of uh, got really popular with. I feel like the box really uh, gave him a lot of attention. Yeah, but uh, there's a song with him and Marshmallow that I can't remember. Oh, Project Dreams that I listened to, like, back in 2019. I think it's cool that rappers are still, like, coming out of Compton and, like, just blowing up all the way. Compton's just such a historical breeding ground for uh, for rappers. What do you think of this song, Alex? Um, Less of a rap song, more of, like, a kind of singy-songy, poppy-type song. A singy-songy, poppy... Well, I think that's kind of reflected even in the music video with how it's like Michael Jackson inspired. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I think it's really catchy. I'm not like I've never gotten into Roddy Rich, and I haven't really listened to very much of his music. Um, I love the music video for this song though. Shit is uh. What what are you doing? <laughs> what is going on? That's a box, dude. You never listen to the box? No. No, I never listened to the box, dude. I don't know what you're talking about right now, man. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the song is catchy. It's it's pretty cool. I really like the music video, though. Honestly, that's just the main thing. 
Like, that was, like, a... That's just the main thing, dude? Yeah, dude. Like, right in the uh, middle of the video, it's all, like, neon and, like... I, it's really nice colors going on. Just digging the video. <laughs> well, all right, guys. If you uh, if you guys want to listen to either of the songs we talked about, Lost Cause by Billie Eilish or Late at Night by Roddy Rich. Alex really liked the music video. Um, <laughs> I will throw both of them in our Sweet Peaceful Spotify playlist, or you can just go look them up on your own accord because they're both pretty good. Um, I think Lost Cause is my preferred. Because they're the two. both pretty good. <laughs> they're both pretty good. I really like them both. I, I can't tell which one I like more. Roddy Rich, I'm more oh, yeah. a fan of overall, but Lost Cause is definitely one of my favorites from Billy. Thank you for uh, joining us, Julia. I'm sure that in the future, season three will have a, you on a full episode where you can talk about games, movies, animes, <laughs> oh. shows, everything with us, and even play. I can really show what a renaissance woman I am. Oh, let's go. A renaissance woman, it. and you can let's even compete it. against Alex in a trivia game. Um. <laughs> All right, so that's going to wrap it up for our music. Next up, we have our trivia with Devin. All right, and our next guest is going to be the classic, you know him, Devin Luna. I'm back. What's up? Welcome, Devin Luna. All right, so it's game time, and we I cooked up a new game for Season 3. I wanted to start doing more games where there's like multiple choice options, because I kind of like that from the finale of last season, even though that was kind of a messy game. Um, but... <laughs> But yes, all right, so sometimes video games bring in actors to play characters in the games. So I have picked out five characters across multiple different video games voiced by famous actors. Now you guys are going to be presented with four actors and you'll have to pick which actor plays the character. So, all right, without further ado, the first character is Ghost from Destiny. Now, is this voiced by... A, Peter Dinklage, two, Jonah Hill, three, Stephen Bauer, or four, Ian McShane. Do, are we going to take turns, Gussin, or? Well, let's go with Devin, go first. I'm pretty sure it's Dinklage. And uh, what about Dinklage. you, Alex? God, I'm going to go with number four on this one. Ian McShane? Yep. All right. That guy. So point number one. This is kind of an infamous role. Do you know that this role was so poorly received that they had to completely recast it and re-record all of the lines because people really didn't like the actor's delivery of the lines? It's uh, Peter no. Dinklage. He is the one who voiced Ghost. Devin got that one right. Yeah, that that character was so poorly received because it was like delivered with like no emotion. So what's supposed to be like this robot that follows you around all game ended up kind of being like, I don't know, boring and monotonous to listen to very like the opposite of <laughs> yeah. uh claptrap basically mm. but i played my fair share of destiny you know what i mean i've never played destiny don't even i got know it free sounds like don't know what you're even talking about really dude peter dinklage the great Tyrion lannister yeah what the fuck the fucking the great peter dinklage you... uh yeah his existence has escaped me somehow oh. game of thrones all right. Yep. Never <laughs> watched it. Next character, <laughs> Lucy Stillman from the Assassin's Creed series. Now, she is the current time 
romance interest of Desmond in the Assassin's Creed series. Now, is this character played by A, Kristen Bell, B, Anna Kendrick, C, Amy Adams, or D, Reese Witherspoon? Alex, I'm gonna it's... Go with, uh, I'm going to go with B, Anna Kendrick. B, Anna Kendrick, and you, Devin? A. Uh, and she even fucking looks like Kristen Bell in the game. It is A, Kristen Bell. <laughs> she does indeed look like Kristen Bell. Um, nice, dude. Never played that either. <laughs> yeah, I was loving, this new, loving this new trivia game. <laughs> I was playing this game together, and I was like, man, this is really going to benefit probably someone who plays a lot of these types of games with famous actors. Someone, in them. Who's, someone who's just played these specific Dude, games. Dude, like I've said before, I, <laughs> these, these I got so many games. Who's played these specific games. Next character, we have Salen Koch, the villain from Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Now, oh my God. Call of Duty is on a streak of having famous actors in their video games. Yeah. Is this A, Kit Harrington, B, Michael Fassbender, C, Kevin Spacey, or D, Kiefer Sutherland? Oh, is it my turn? Ah, uh, fuck. I don't know. I remember Kevin Spacey being in there sometimes. C, I guess. Fuck. I don't know. And what about you, Alex? Yeah, I'm going to go with the first one. <laughs> Kit Harrington. Yep. One point to Alex. It is Kit Harrington. He plays the villain. I put in Kevin Spacey as kind of like a distraction because he plays the villain in Advanced Warfare. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> But, yeah, it is Kit Harrington, fresh off his Game of Thrones fame, kind of like Peter Dinklage. He got to play the villain in Call of Duty Infinite kinda Warfare. Kind of like Peter Dinklage. Kind of like Peter Dinklage. All right, next game, Batman, the Arkham series. This is Arkham uh, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. Hell, yeah, dude. <laughs> didn't play any of I these. played all of those. Beat Who all three. Voices the Joker. A, Jack Nicholson. B, Mark Hamill. C, Alan Tudyk. Or D, Jared Leto. This is uh, Alex's vote first. I'm going to go with A. Jack Nicholson? First. Yeah. I'm going All with right, and what about you? B, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is the one who voices the Joker. I think he retired nice. after this. Or maybe he, re- no, he retired after, I think, Batman. Like he did Lego a lot Batman. of, yeah, he did a lot of the classic Joker shit in, like, the cartoons, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great, um joker voice actor i think um our boy troy baker is the new joker voice actor what the fuck yeah. that man can do anything okay. he can do anything uh three points to Devin. last game on this trivia list from fallout 3 who plays the father also known as james we got a ethan hawk b gary oldman C, William Shatner, or D, Liam Neeson? Uh, and this is uh, Devin's pick first. Well, fuck, dude. Ah, oh, man, I don't know. I don't even remember all the names. Last one you said was Liam Neeson, so I'll go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and what about you, Alex? I'll go with option A. All right, we have Ethan Hawke versus Liam Neeson. And Devin's going to wrap up another point. It is Liam Neeson. He plays the father in Fallout 3. Good old Liam Neeson. Everyone. Classic good voice. Good old Liam. Everyone loves Liam Neeson. I didn't even know this, honestly. I don't think I ever got to the father in the game. Was that but Fallout 3 or weird. Fallout 4? 
Fallout 3 that the, that he voiced the father. Oh, because I thought Fallout 4 was, like, the father. I don't know. Damn, I need to replay those. Well, isn't, like, in Fallout... In Fallout, um... Fallout 4, your father is your son. Yeah. Yeah, but in, uh, in Fallout 3, you're just searching for him. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, sweet, that's gonna... It's gonna wrap up this week's trivia game. That one seemed like Alex really liked it. So yeah. I'll definitely get that one in the rotation again. I mean, what can I say? <laughs> Playing a whole bunch of random games. I I can't say I've beaten a whole lot of games, but I've played a lot of random games, and it pays off for moments like these. It really pays off. <laughs> it really pays. Well, off. put this on my resume. Whooped Alex Curtis in trivia. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Devin. As always. No problem. You have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you guys, listeners, for joining us for that weird episode. I know that uh, there was some weird parts, like uh, the whole movie section didn't come together as planned. But uh, <laughs> we've never done anything <laughs> like that before, and I don't know if we'll be doing anything like this again. Uh, if you guys have any feedback you want to send us about this episode or future episodes, or if you guys have any suggestions for guests or like even an inquiry on being a guest, email thesweetpeaceful at gmail.com, spelled just like the title, at gmail.com. Um, so, yeah, we will be back next Monday for the usual for another 25 episodes until leading into the season three finale, which, you know. The usual. The usual. Except and how do you guys like that? Not the uh, fucking usual. How do you guys Devin's like that? There. Yeah. I wonder what the finale is gonna be like if we don't have Devin. Man, who the uh, fuck knows, dude? I don't have the type. They'll of... just bring in like ten guests. <laughs> just ten. Just a real convoluted long plot line. Just a really fucked up. <laughs> Like a clue scenario where the the listener has to try to figure out who the murderer is. You heard it here first. No, no, I'm not committing to that. Sounds like hell. We're doing a clue scenario for (laughs) episode 75. (laughs) No, we're not, dude. And then suddenly the finale starts. (laughs) Not happening. (laughs) Thanks for coming, everybody. Hope y'all have a good week. Stay sweet out there. Stay sweet out there. Yeah, 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 yeah